For KMBA News, I'm Hannah Bissett filling in for Trip Krause. Congress set aside $8 billion for tribal entities across the country as a part of the CARES Act. As Coast Alaska's Jacob Resnick reports, some of the village corporations got a large payout. The regional corporation with the most shareholders got relatively little. And the corporation executives say that they're still trying to understand the wide disparities. The Supreme Court ruling freed up nearly $450 million in federal pandemic relief. Corporations large and small had applied, some expecting to be able to offer some direct relief to their shareholders. Did we fill out the forms wrong? You know, maybe we, uh, we missed something. That's Don Bremner. He's president of Yaktat Kwan, Inc. That's Yakutat's village corporation, which has just about 500 shareholders. That means the federal aid would work out to about 300 bucks a person. That's pretty much chump change in, in any corporation our size, you know. It was a similar story in Angoon. Melissa Kukesh chairs the board of Kutsnuwu, Inc., which has about 1,100 shareholders with ties to the Southeast Village on Admiralty Island. Our corporation only received $168,625. And it's, it's disturbing, especially when, you know, an urban corporation just up the way from us receives over $11 million. She's referring to Juno's Gold Belt, Inc., It received about $11 million, and its board is working to distribute the cash to its 4,000-odd shareholders. We're trying to push out as much as possible to shareholders to get their relief, to get that money in their hands as quickly as possible. That's McHugh Pierre, Gold Belt's CEO. The Juno Corporation is offering its shareholders up to $2,600 in direct assistance through the end of September. This isn't a needs-based system where your income qualifies. Uh, If you can certify you had expenses and you're a Gold Belt shareholder, we have enough money for everybody to receive relief. Juno's native corporation has about four times as many shareholders as Angoon's, yet it received more than 60 times as much federal pandemic relief. A federal database listing the CARES Act payouts to Alaska native corporations shows these disparities were common. Staff at a number of native corporations said they didn't understand exactly how the formula worked, but corporations with more shareholders didn't necessarily get more money. Village corporations have been seeking an explanation from the Treasury Department, but Nathan McCowan, chair of the Alaska Native Village Corporation Association, says they haven't gotten a satisfying answer. They were, they were translucent, but not transparent. According to the Treasury, one of the factors would be the number of employees the corporation and its subsidiaries have. McCowan says that seems to have affected many of the payouts. From what I've heard so far, there does seem to be a strong correlation in that the larger the operating base, the larger the number of employees, the greater amount of money that uh, the corporation received. That might explain the case of a Fognac Native Corporation. It received $19.2 million, or nearly 20000 for each of its thousand-odd shareholders. It's a relatively small village corporation, but its revenues are more than a half billion dollars a year. It also helps explain why Juno's Gold Belt, which boasts more than two dozen subsidiaries, received more than twice as much of this federal relief as Sea Alaska, the ANCSA corporation with the most shareholders overall. Sea Alaska executives declined to comment, but released a statement directed at its 23,000 shareholders, saying the federal formula favored corporations with more than 1,000 employees. The corporation to receive far and away the most CARES Act funds for tribal entities was Siri the regional corporation serving the Cook Inlet region, including Anchorage, Kenai, and the Matsu. It took in more than $111 million, or roughly $12,000 per shareholder. I don't know how Treasury made their calculations to determine the allocation. Ethan Tyler is a Siri spokesperson. 
He says the regional corporation serves the most populous part of the state. It runs South Central Foundation, which serves some 60,000 Alaska Natives and Native Americans. I can say they appear to be based on three factors, which are tribal population, employment, and increased expenditures. Um, but we were not provided a basis for the amount of funding that the Treasury allocated to anyone. This money has strings attached. It has to be spent on pandemic-related expenses. And under current deadlines, series full $111 million has to be spent by the end of the year. And we're, we're actively seeking to extend that deadline. This month, Siri announced its shareholders can apply for assistance of up to $1,500 plus more for those with dependents. That's not something many other corporations will be able to offer their shareholders, especially in rural Southeast Alaska. With additional reporting from Liz Ruskin in Anchorage, I'm Jacob Resnick in Juneau. For KMBA News, I'm Hannah Bissett. Join KMBA News weekdays at 7.30 a.m. and 12 noon for important stories from around the state and more. Connect to the podcast at knba.org.